Hey nurses, welcome to the Nurse Dot Podcast, giving nurses validation, resources, and hope one episode at a time. Today on Nurse Dot Podcast. In today's special Halloween edition of Nurse Dot Podcast, I am joined by none other than our very own famous sound magician, Don Lunsford, who also happens to be my lovely wife. Together, we are going to bring to life the scary nurse stories that were submitted to us on social media by our incredible nurse.com community. So get comfy, turn on the lights, and grab a drink, because your hair is about to stand on end. I'm your host, Kara Lunsford, registered nurse and VP of community at nurse.com. We are about to kick off the Scary Nurse Ghost Stories episode in honor of Halloween. And I am here with my wife and also she's the behind the scenes music, editing, sound, pretty much like the reason it sounds as good as it does is because of my wife. Thanks, honey. <laughs> You're welcome, uh-huh. Miss Dawn Lunsford. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Nurse Dot Podcast audience. This is the first time that we have ever done the podcast together. And the reason why I think we decided we wanted to do it together is we're both kind of fans of the Scared to Death podcast. We listen to it with our son, right, babe? That's right. He loves to be scared on the way to school. <laughs> I think if he listens to ghost stories, then anything that happens at school is not nearly as scary. That's my theory. That's fair. I've never thought about it that way, but yeah. A nice little shout out to Scared to Death. Love them. (laughs) And so in honor of scary stuff, we asked nurses to send us some messages of ghost stories. And we did it on social. And if you haven't had a chance, you can check out the nurse.com social on Facebook. And people wrote in some pretty gnarly stories. Did you get some good submissions? Yeah, we got some good stuff. I can't wait to hear them. Wait, now you don't like to be scared. No. So how are you handling this? How are you getting through it? Are you going to be okay? I mean, I'm going to be okay. Okay. Because I'm used to... You worry about me? A little bit. (laughs) Because after this is done, you're going to be like, can you hold me? Can I, I'm scared. I'm scared. Can you leave the light on? Can we sleep with the light on tonight? So I don't like to be scared, although I do like to scare people. That is fun. <laughs> Which is why we have an annual haunted house at our house every. So that's what annual means every year. Every year. It's something that we've had to take on that has been a rather large undertaking. And every year it's gotten quite a bit bigger. Mm-hmm. We've scared hundreds of people, which is very satisfying. <laughs> We've scared hundreds of people. It is very sad. And they keep coming back. So they must, they must, like, uh, it. They must like it. However, to what you were saying, I do not like to be scared. I don't like to uh, get into scary situations. I don't like to go stay at haunted houses. You don't like horror films. 
I don't like horror films. And so I'll just start actually with my own scary story. Ooh. And then maybe at some point in here, you can also give a scary story. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I've definitely had a fair amount of scary things happen or what you might consider experiences. But I would say when it comes to work, I'm going to give like a short one. So one day I was at work. I was sitting at a cow, which we call a computer on wheels. And we had them in certain places on the floor and we didn't necessarily move them around. And then there were some that got moved, but there was like ones that were always in certain places. So I was sitting at this one that was just right outside of the nurse's station and I could see all of my colleagues. They were all sitting kind of inside the nurse's station and I was sitting like outside of it. As I was sitting there, I was pretty focused on my charting and it was the really the beginning of the shift and all of a sudden i heard in my right ear Karen. and it was almost as though someone had just come up right in my ear almost like in your head yeah but in my right ear i heard my name but like whispered loudly in my ear <laughs> And I kind of perked up. I looked around. I started looking over at my colleagues. Everybody seemed like they were had their heads down. They were working. They were doing stuff. They were either talking to each other. But I couldn't figure out who had just said my name. And as I was looking around, one of my colleagues said to me, did you just hear your name? <laughs> and I said, yeah. She goes, yeah, that's why I don't sit in that chair. <gasps> Creepy. It was creepy. Was that cow? I mean, so apparently, according to her, and and maybe like some of the other, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what kind of spiritual vortex is right there. Wow. In that one spot, and maybe other people had heard it too, but they weren't willing to admit it. I don't know. No, it's not really so surprising in that you were a pediatric oncology nurse at the time, and kids are playful. And mischievous a little bit. Maybe they wanted to, you know. Maybe. You know. Maybe. Just getting my attention. I don't know. Uh, So that was like that. I'm going to start it off with like my own story. That's a good one. And then I'm going to move into one of the stories that I read. Okay. We have several stories. I know. It's very exciting. But I'm going to start with one that I just read. And I thought, oh, this, this is good. This is really, really good. Can't wait to hear it. This one kind of creeped me out. Do you have your coffee? Are you ready? I'm ready. Me, 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 me. Okay. (laughs) Where's my blankie? (laughs) You need, you need your blankie and your, and your coffee. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. was caring for a very sick patient and was assigned to her care on and off for about a week and a half. I got to know her very well while caring for her during that time. She was kind, somewhat small, thin, older lady. I will never forget her striking white hairstyle. 
In our conversation, she told me that she was a retired nurse. She also shared with me that she was very upset about being sick, as she had planned a vacation and was very sad and disappointed that she wasn't going to be well enough to go. As the days went on during her hospitalization, she did not get better. She ultimately was put on palliative care and passed away on the unit peacefully. On that day that she passed, I received a post-op patient in that same room later that evening. This post-op patient told me that she had a very strange dream. This report was nothing new, as I had often had reports of patients having strange dreams when taking certain pain medications. He told me his dream was particularly strange and very real. He had dreamed that a skinny lady with white hair was his nurse and that she was strangely right in his face telling him about the vacation she was going on. I was absolutely stunned. I will never forget that as long as I live. Oh, some verification. Ah, yes. I just got the chills. Oh. I totally got the chills. I Look, look. do you see my I chills? See, I see your chills. Oh my gosh, my hair standing up. That is a good one. I think like what was so amazing about that was that not only did he see this, well, he saw this white-haired lady, but she was his nurse, and she used to be a nurse. Crazy. He couldn't have known that. No, no. I mean, I can't imagine if he was just being admitted. And she just passed. She had just passed in that room. Wow. So her energy was probably still there. That's a good one. I know. Okay. So some of these I have not read yet because I wanted to be surprised. <laughs> I don't like to overly prepare for these podcasts because I like to be kind of shocked in the moment. <laughs> you want to be scared. I want to be scared while I'm reading it. I also have to eliminate things that might be any, might be uh, identifiers of any kind because no, we don't want to be violating any HIPAA and we don't want to be calling out any specific institutions. So next one, room eight in the ER had a bad reputation of patients coding in it. The cardiac monitor above the bed would also turn on and shut off on its own. It was checked several times by electricians. Monitors also had been changed out, but it would still happen for no reason. We even had a man in his early 40s who came in to have his fingers stitched up and coded for no reason. Oh my God. I do remember years prior, we had a frequent alcoholic who visited our ER too frequently. He was belligerent and foul. One day before he died, he had said he would come back and haunt our ER. Hence, we always claimed it was him doing the bizarre events. Some of us would move our critical patients out of that room for fear of them coding. One day, one of our male nurses thought we were just superstitious. His relative came in ill, and he wouldn't let us move him from room eight. Guess what? He coded. Oh my God. Ah! Just close room eight. 
I don't think or something. Well, you can't close it because obviously we need rooms. Room for people to die in. Well, no, there's got to be other <laughs> options. You can't just get rid of a room. Make but a like or... you would have to sage it. Yeah, serious, maybe bring serious in exorcism or something. Yeah, bring in somebody to help that man go. Now I have a question for you. Do hospitals employ the services of spiritual leaders to come in and bless a room? Sage a room, uh, do a prayer? That has happened. So that could be another, is that another, one, have, is another one of your yes, stories. Yes, I have heard of that happening. So yes, I think that they do in certain situations. If that has happened at your institution, you should definitely write us and mm, tell us tell so us that you that. can make it into the next series mm. next Halloween. Yes. Hey nurses, did you know that nurse.com is the ultimate destination for all nurses? It's where you can find your nurse life in one place. That's right. Everything from networking with your peers and continuing education to industry news and career opportunities. It's all there for you. Nurse.com is your dedicated platform to explore a wide range of job opportunities from all across the nation. Whether you're a fresh graduate testing the waters or a seasoned pro desiring for a change in scenery, we've got you covered. Nurse.com forward slash jobs features posts from entry level to executive leadership in every practice setting, even in specialties you might not have considered. So why wait? Leverage your skills and passion in an opportunity worthy of both. Visit nurse.com forward slash jobs today and initiate your journey towards the next chapter in your nursing career. What else you got? So I definitely think room eight is in need of some cleansing. <laughs> Even if it's just sage. I mean, Turn the oxygen off, obviously. Make sure there's no like oxygen, but maybe that room needs to be saged. I'm just saying. Okay. I agree. All right. All right. Let's move. Let's move on. This next one, I, I see a lot of names, but I think that these are fake names. So we're going to go with it. All right. I was working in a nursing home many years ago. We had two married couples that were on different wings slash halls. Ladies on one, men on another. One evening shift while I was passing meds, one of our rational and lucid senior ladies and her roommate said something about talking to another resident. As I questioned her not paying enough initial attention, she said, we were just talking to Mildred. She came in here looking for Ralph. He was on another hall. We told her the direction of his room and she just left to find him before you came in. Suddenly I was at full attention and in shock. These two ladies were of sound mind. I became white and jittery. They noticed and asked me what was wrong. I finally regained my composure and asked them again, who did you say was just in here? And both of you were talking to? They both resounded, Mildred. Without hesitation, I blurted out, oh my. Shaking, they said, what's wrong? I said, Miss Mildred died three days ago. Oh! 
thought they were talking to her. They really saw her. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh. No. Oh, oh Mildred. Mildred did not, well, she was not ready to go. Well, no, because Mildred was looking for, what was his name? Ralph. Ralph. Oh, she was looking for Ralph. Mildred was looking for I Ralph. Wonder, I wonder if they went to Ralph and said, hey, did you see Mildred? Did she stop by? I'd be nice. You <laughs> <laughs> look at them and hey, go, hey, Ralph. Who's crazy? So Mildred and Ralph were actually together because they were a married couple. Right. But they just, I think that that's kind of sad. Isn't it sad if you're a married couple and you you have to live on separate floors? It seems really wrong. Or separate halls? Yeah, that seems, I can understand if one really has some ser- like knee, real yeah, serious Yeah, I needs, guess that's true. The other person, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably true. One has a real memory problem or something. I can yeah. understand that. But that, would, that makes me sad right at the top of the story where you said, oh, they had to be at different parts of the facility. I know, facility. I know. That breaks my heart. It's sad, but I I can understand how that might be the case. What else you got? Okay, what do I? What else do I have? Okay, so these were like some longer ones that the the longer ones that I just read. Okay, but let's see. All right, this person just had a few like said many spooky encounters, and then just labeled off a few things mm, okay. that happened. Okay, so first one was I would be in my office with the door shut trying to complete paperwork, the door would open without the latch being turned and open as if someone were peeking in the room. Ooh. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> There's something really creepy about peeking in a room too. And a door slowly opening. As opposed to just like flinging the door open. Oh, that's scary too. I mean, that's also scary. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Eight-hundreds, no one's standing there. It's scary. Yeah, just the door opening on its own, I guess, is scary. Oh. But there is something creepy about peeking or lurking. Peekers. I think it's lurking. Lurking ghosts really scare you, you're yeah. saying. Yeah. But they're the worst ones. Yeah, the just lurkers. be, don't, yeah, just, don't be a lurker. Don't be a lurking ghost. Yeah, just be out there. Be cool. Just show yourself. Just show yourself. Yeah. Okay. The other thing this person experienced was smell of a pipe smoke. Smell of pipe smoke in the founder's office, which was established 1908. So mm, pretty old. There you go. So it was a pretty right old there. office. And so you would just smell pipe smoke. Have you ever, I've smelled smoke before. I've smelled cigarette smoke. My, after my dad passed, my mom would smell cigarette smoke. That's right. Even though he hadn't really smoked towards the end of his life, but that was part, a big part of his life. I hear people smell flowers. My mom smells flowers like on her anniversary or birthday. And she always says, I think that's your dad sending me flowers. She doesn't really talk like that, but I had to do a mom voice. I think that's your dad sending me flowers. And I'm like, that's probably true, mom. Oh, yeah. I know. I have heard that a lot. Or perfumes. People will smell people's perfumes. Oh, yeah. Like cologne, perfume, cigarette smoke. Yes. All of those things. All right. Call bells alerting in empty rooms. Ooh. I, I feel like that that absolutely happens. And I think that we have this tendency to want to normalize things and immediately say, oh, it's electrical. There's a electrical short or something. But I think we know that sometimes like that is not the case. I mean, nurses work in a place where people pass on a regular basis. Yes, it's true. Just saying. It's so true. nurses probably have some of the best stories. Yes, absolutely. These are some really good stories. Okay, so the other thing that this person said was elevators would take you to floors that were not active. Oh. 
I hope you didn't get out. That would be my thing. It's like if it takes you to that floor, you just like close the door and then you <laughs> you pick, you go, no, no, I want to go to floor five. And then you hopefully, hopefully it takes you there. the door shuts and takes you there. Yeah. Hopefully the door shuts and takes you there and doesn't force you out and make you take the, the stairs or something. There's a Twilight Zone series uh, show about that. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's a good one. It takes this woman to this mannequin floor that doesn't really exist. Oh, yes. Remember that one? That was a good one. I'm going to have to watch that again. I feel like Black Mirror is just today's version of The Twilight Zone. It's so good. Watch it. Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. If you like creepy stuff or you just like to be wigged out a little bit, uh, Black Mirror. And they didn't pay us to say that. Okay, so. Don't let your kids watch it. All right. Uh, Ghost children and call lights going off on their own. Our unit used to be a pediatric ward a long time ago. And I don't know, is it less creepy if it's like kids or is it more creepy? I think you to me, it's just what do you think? a little, she but also just sad. You don't want to see like a little kid wandering around on their own. That seems unnatural. Yeah. I feel like it's sad because it I is. think they should not be there by themselves. They should be with others. In a way, it almost seems like they're having a good time because they're they're messing with you a little Sometimes. bit. Sometimes. Like as kids Yeah, do. maybe they're bored. Sometimes. We hear that a lot. You know, <laughs> yeah. our, our son yeah. says all the time. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. So, yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, all right. Ah, let's see here. Oh, here's one. I worked in the old part of the hospital. I saw an actual black figure across a doorway. Main monitors that were off would go on. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a second. Main monitors that were off would go off in rooms. So like the sound would go off in rooms that hadn't had anyone in it for a while. I was always the one who had to go talk to the ghost. Everyone else was scared. (laughs) (laughs) I was always the one that had to go talk to the ghost. You go. You go. I'm like, how do you get that job? <laughs> to me, that's like, okay, when when we're preparing for, or we think that there's going to be a code, a lot of times what we'll do is we will <laughs> ahead of time assign roles for the code. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like, oh, are you the recorder or the runner or what, you know, the medication nurse? What, what What is your role so that you're not all running into a code and trying to decide who's doing what? So sometimes like at the beginning of the shift, you'll actually assign those roles. And I just find that like somebody here got the role of ghost talker. <laughs> I'm sure there's always that nurse on the floor that's like, you place the line you know, you're a good stick or whatever. And yeah. so, oh, you're good with ghosts. You go. Yeah. I'd never thought of that as being a role, but apparently <laughs> at this is. hospital, uh, it is. It is a role. <laughs> okay. This one I don't know is necessarily uh, supernatural in any kind of way, but scared this person. Okay. So, um, and someone who's done a lot of end of life, uh, as someone who's done a lot of end of life, I, I totally know exactly what this person's talking about. Let's hear it. All right. I was doing postmortem care and was almost finished with the bath before family would visit the room. I turned the patient for positioning when the body released a huge exhale of air. Scared me to death. (laughs) See, 
I, I hear that happens a lot post It does. And it, it does. And it's got to be scary, a little scary every time until you become immune to it. I don't know that you're ever really immune to it. Like, do you think uh, morticians and things like that? Or, I mean, maybe them. I would hope them that so by the later. time they get to the morgue. I mean, I don't know. There are some good, scary morgue stories. There are. There are good, scary morgue stories. But these are nurses' stories, so. I feel like when you're doing postmortem care, it is usually right after the person has passed. There's still a lot going on in the system. There's still a lot moving around. There's still gases. There's still, oh, God. Oh, my God. With you, happen? What is? You know it. You know that's what you're talking about. You I, that actually was not at all what I was talking about. But now that you mention it, I'm trying to actually think if I've ever heard someone exhale or not exhale. Um, give a little toot. Give a little toot. I don't think I've actually heard that. I mostly it's come from the airway. That's been that's my an airway. <laughs> Well, no, it's a gastrointestinal. Um, you tell we have a twelve-year-old son evacuating of gas. Uh, I have not. I I'm sure there are nurses out there that have heard that. Now, if the body turns around and goes, "I'm sorry, excuse me," that's something to be afraid of. <laughs> oh that's God. I would go running out of the room. I'd be like, a cartoon character. <laughs> oh my God. For those of you who don't know, my wife is a Foley artist and she <laughs> does sound effects for decades, has done sound effects. And so you're probably going to get a lot more sound effects in this episode than in any of the previous episodes or the ones that are to come. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So every time that's happened to me, it gets me. Because it's a real sound that living people do. Yeah. They do that. Yeah. So it's, well, it seems very alive. Because <laughs> then you question, you're like, oh my God, this person is gone, right? Like, so. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I'm doing the right thing, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't want to be doing the full postmortem <laughs> care on someone that you are suddenly suspicious <laughs> that they're not gone because there's the shrouding and everything that's going on. So, Lord, certainly, Lord. you certainly don't want to be doing that on someone who's actually still alive. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What else do we have here, people? Okay. Here's one. Picked up the gurney from the morgue, had the body ready to transfer over, lifted the top off, and it was packed full of blood saturated sheets rolled up as if there was a body in them. We screamed and then almost puked because of the smell. Oh, oh God! Was this just like what? a trick? Was this a like a practical joke? I don't know. Who oh, I mean, it says they picked up the gurney. Oh, they I it? get it. Okay. So they picked up the gurney from the morgue. I guess like oh, they, just they were bringing the gurney up to be able to transfer a body over. And when they lifted Ew. off the top, it was packed full of blood saturated sheets. 
rolled out. Oh, nice morgue Ow. people. Like, here you go. You're welcome. Have a great day. That's like that's, a biohazard. Oh, God, uh, that's gross. Yeah, someone needs to do some good housekeeping, oh, man. Like, that is poor housekeeping in the morgue. <laughs> oh, all right. Here, here we got, we've, we've got another one here. This one says, definitely not the spookiest, but I really loved this spooky soul. Mm -hmm. I worked in a very old nursing home. A couple of times a week, I'd stop my med cart at room 113. Just saying, there's a 13 in there, okay? And every time I'd stop to talk to the wonderful lady in 113, somebody would give me a playful push in the small of my back. Right where a wheelchair-bound person would be able to reach, it often made me take an involuntary step forward. Of course, there was never a visible person there, never happened to anyone but me. Obviously, I was in the way. (laughs) I love that there's like a little bit of like a joke at the end. Like, obviously, I was in the way. They were trying to like get by in their wheelchair. Excuse me. Oh, that's so funny. Because you can just imagine this person just pushing pushing by in a wheelchair, in their ghost wheelchair. I didn't actually, I, I kind of thought that when you died... That you, you have to have that the you maybe anymore? didn't have to have the wheelchair anymore. Well, maybe that's maybe it's an option. Bound. Maybe it's optional. Would you like to stay in the? You liked it, great. You can keep that. Would you like it to upgrade? <laughs> to <laughs> scooter? Can, yeah, could you a scooter? Can they upgrade <laughs> to a, a more modern one? If you were really good. Oh my god! Oh, what's wrong with us? <laughs> okay, uh, a lot. What else we got? All right. Okay. Here we go. Ah. <sighs> Working in a skilled nursing home and at the end of the hallway is the rehab room. Looked in the glass window and saw the exercise rubber ball bouncing by itself. (gasps) Same height as if somebody playing on it during a graveyard shift. Oh my, that would send me over the edge. Okay, there is no, you can't rationalize that. You know yeah, how like if a monitor physics. goes off or something yeah. like that. It, Electronic. Yeah, of course. A ball does not bounce itself. No. Unless it falls and then it perpetually loses momentum. But if it's just bouncing up and down like someone's bouncing it in place, that's crazy. Again, people get bored. These little ghosts get bored. These little spirits get bored. You know, they're like, they just have, no have one's fun. using this exercise ball. Well, I have a good time. Why shouldn't I be able to use it? That's right. Hi. Ghosts okay. All right. Let's keep it going keep here. Keep going. All right. Here we go. Ha <laughs> I worked in a nursing home next to the old state hospital and then in parentheses, insane asylum. We don't really call it that anymore, that anymore, but no, no, we <laughs> don't call we it that anymore. I mean, I guess world. if you're going to tell a ghost story, it's fun to use the word insane asylum because... You know, yeah, that just evokes. paints a certain picture, I guess. Yeah. But no. Fear. Yeah. Mental health facility doesn't exactly evoke the same feeling. <laughs> and they are still connected by tunnels. Ooh. Tunnels creep me out. Totally creepy. I was with a patient that was encephalopathic, and we were kind of jokey, and he kept being incontinent and getting bed changes. Okay, so he's encephalopathic. He kept getting incontinent and getting bed changed. So they had to keep changing his bedding, okay? He asked me 
where's the little girl that was with you? I thought he meant the CNA because she was very small stature and I'm exceptionally tall. He said, no, she's a kid following you around. I thought, well, he's out of his mind. I went to another alert and oriented patient's room and she said, did you bring your daughter? She saw the girl too. Oh my God, following her around? Oh God. (laughs) Oh. Why do you think some people can see them and other people can't? I don't, I, I don't know. I'd love to know the answer to that. I think it has something to do with our brain system and how it works and how meditative people are at the time if they're just kind of checked out a little bit and zoning out and they're just like, oh, there's a kid. Like if you're just in the same frequency as that kid, I wonder if you're just kind of resonating at a, the same frequency. You know how like when they pick up, they have those, what are those things called? Those EMF, is that what they're called? EMF readers? Oh, yes, uh-huh. And they're picking up mm-hmm. frequencies and stuff. I wonder if you have to kind of be resonating at a similar frequency in order to see them. Maybe. I mean, when you think about how the ocular nerve works and all that, I, I don't know. But but I would love if any of you out there have any theories on this, please let us know if you think. You know why some people see ghosts and others don't. Love to hear that. Um, this was actually really funny. Um and it has nothing to do with being scared at all. It was more about being shocked. <laughs> they said, came to work and we were fully staffed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to read it because so it was just scary. so, it, it wasn't scary, it was like shocking. I think they were shocked. Like what? How did the, what? Did I step into a new universe? I just like the the person That's was a funny. Great one. I know. Was, I just thought you, I was like, you know what? We I just really that. appreciate that somebody was, that and was I always great. really appreciate a dot 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 gasp, dot dot dot, <laughs> fully staffed. So dramatic. I was like, let's read it. Okay, I love it. Okay, okay. Here's one. I had extubated a patient and left her to rest as the remaining sedation wore off. She was curled up in the bed but I needed to do an assessment in vitals. I said her name and she slowly turned to me with vacant eyes, then lunged and hissed at me like a cat. I swear she took a piece of my soul. Oh my God. Is that, she doesn't explain why she thinks she took a piece of her soul? I mean, I think she was that she lunged and hissed at her. Well. I mean, she probably felt, yeah, it felt (laughs) like satanic or something. I don't know. It felt like demonish. Yeah. Mm. No, thank you. No, thank you. Lunged and hissing. First of all, being in like, you can just imagine someone all curled up in a ball. And then first of all, I think it was the vacant eyes thing that was Mm -hmm. the first giveaway. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, something's missing. Yeah. You know, sedation's weird. We don't know. I mean, we don't know what happens. We don't know. It's it's a weird thing when you're coming out of sedation. I mean, okay, I don't want to scare anybody. Not everybody who comes out of sedation has vacant (laughs) eyes and lunges and hisses at people. I would say that's an anomaly. Yeah. But, you know, sedation is weird. It is weird. Coming out of sedation is weird. Okay. Here we go. Worked in an older hospital on the oncology unit. Had multiple patients over several weeks request that we ask the man in the red coat to stay out of their room. 
They all said they did not like him. He scared them. A couple said that he had a big black dog with him. The elevator would come up to our floor multiple times a night, all night, with no one on it. We figured maybe he was a bellhop who had died there or something. Oh, yeah, they wear red coats. He doesn't seem to be a very nice bellhop. And why did he have a dog? Why do I picture bellhops with dogs? Do they walk people's dogs sometimes in fancy hotels? Oh, this is a hospital. Well, maybe it used to be a hotel. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well. I love that, you know, that all this crazy stuff happens and we ask, well, why was there a dog? It's like, this is a dead person. That's the thing that's weird? He has a dog? (laughs) Think about it. (laughs) Well, Okay, that's really weird. It's more weird if you're thinking he's a bellhop. Yes, if you make that assumption, yes. Yeah, if you make the assumption he's a bellhop, then you're like, why does he have a dog? Yeah, maybe he met the dog on the other side. Maybe you get to have dogs on the other side. I mean, this goes back to, can I have a wheelchair or can I not have a wheelchair? (laughs) Do I have to stay in the wheelchair? Can I? Could I have a pet? Maybe. Yeah. Okay, so... Last but not least, and it's this person said, it's not really spooky, but we nurses smell a sweet scent of flowers on the third night after the death of our co-nurse in the nurse's station. She was hospitalized in our unit of cancer. Very nice person. May she rest in peace. Oh, that's beautiful. She was giving a little shout out. I think to she was giving crew. a little shout out to her coworkers. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's not a scary ghost. That's a nice ghost. No. It's not scary, but I think, I think we read them all. That's great. Now, do you want to wrap up with one of your ghost stories? Or well, I, I already gave you one of my ghost, you ghost so stories. Many. I do. I do have so many, but I actually just want to, I want to leave it with all of the nurses who wrote in because I think we should do more of this. I think we should have more stories that we read on the podcast because this was really fun. This was so fun. Oh my gosh. This was so fun. And Mildred. I just I keep thinking about Mildred. <laughs> I'm just going to keep Mildred. thinking about Mildred. Oh, Mildred. And, and really, yeah, hoping she found her man. Hope, hoping she got to say her goodbyes to her man. And when he passed, I hope he found her. I know. I think what, they did. What, yeah. I'm going to say they did. They don't have I'm to like, be on separate. I, I think like when you cross over, there's not like a women's and men's side. I don't think so. I think I, you get to commingle. That's nice. I know. Yeah. That is I'm, nice. I'm going to go with that. I, I like that idea. <laughs> All right. Well, my lovely co-host. Yes, my lovely co-host. That was so fun. That was so fun. Thank you so much for doing this with me. And it was way more fun to do it with you than to do it by myself. I know. Because then you get to kind of bounce off each other and it was really fun. Yeah. I needed the shock and awe. You needed the audience. (gasps) What? Yes, exactly. I'm a good ghost story audience because I love a good ghost story. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed our Halloween edition of the Nurse Dot Podcast. Until next time. Bye. Bye. If you are a nurse or nursing student who enjoyed this episode, don't forget to join us on the nurse.com app, where you can find the nurse.discussion group, a place where we dissect each episode in detail and delve deeper into today's topics. Nurse Dot is a Nurse.com original podcast series. Production, music, and sound editing by Don Lunsford. Production coordination by Rhea Wade. Additional editing by John Wells. 
Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in to the Nurse Dot Podcast. Until next time, keep spreading the love and the care.